In the basement, he found Lowell and a boy hanging shop lights from the ceiling. There was a 20-gallon tub of black-looking liquid sitting in the corner, as well as a half-dozen gallon jugs set in wooden boxes. There were rolls of black plastic and lengths of two-by-four and a crate of tools. They had two electric heaters and a humidifier running. Hey, Freddy, good to see you, Lowell said, came down off the ladder and introduced him to his nephew. The kid was standing on a step stool, putting in a three-foot-long fluorescent light fixture. He looked like Lowell, but he was very thin and young. He had long black hair that fell down to his shoulders, and he wore a faded black Sabbath T-shirt and black jeans. Well, go shake his hand, Lowell said. And so the boy got down off the stool and went to Freddy and put out his hand. Hi, he said. Nice to meet you, Freddy said, and they shook hands. Ernie's going to come by two times a week to take care of the plants, Lowell said. He'll trim them and move them around. He'll water them on the days he's here, and he'll tell you what to do on the days he ain't. The lights are on timers, and the heaters all have thermostats. You don't have to worry about them. What's in the tub, asked Freddy. Mystery magic water, Lowell said, grinning. Ernie will mix it up when we run low. I swear by my nephew, so don't worry. He then looked over and pointed his finger to him. Just don't bring any of your friends around. I won't, Ernie said. Well, I'm serious. I told you I won't. Well, what days do you think you will come by, Ernie? asked Freddy. Well, I don't have classes on Thursday. I'll come by then for sure, and then probably on Saturday. Uncle Lowell said not to bother you on Sunday because it's your day off. We should have a harvest in the next couple weeks, Lowell said. You'll see some money off that. Ernie will be the guy to pay you. Hey, you all right, Freddy? You look pretty rough, man. You losing weight? I am a little bit, I guess. And you're going gray. Yeah. I guess we all go gray if we get lucky, he said and laughed. I have to admit I'm a little bit nervous, Lowell. I've never done anything illegal. Not really. If you weren't nervous, you'd be a dumb shit. And you ain't a dumb shit, Freddy. You're just broke. Look, when I get out, the first thing I'm going to do is get my ass over here and move these plants out. I promise you that. Like I said, the risk ain't much, but there's always a chance of something going wrong. I know, Freddy said. We're going to finish the lights and load up the rest of this stuff and then get some Mexican food. You should come. I'd like to, but I have to take a nap and then go to work. Hanging out with the retards, huh, Lowell said. Freddy just nodded and walked back up the stairs. He put more wood on the fire and sat down, worried. He stared at the flames and looked at the fabric on the couch. He remembered when his parents bought it new from the furniture store. His mother put a plastic slip over it and then a blanket. When she died, the first thing his father did was take all the plastic off the furniture and wear his shoes in the house. The old couch had weathered he and his parents, a dog, two cats, and finally his youngest daughter, Ginny. He thought of all the times she'd lain on the couch, recovering from surgeries, how he'd light a fire and set the TV where she could see it. It would be weeks at a time she'd be there, nursed night and day by his wife and him. Now I'm going to end up in prison, he said to himself, and he said it over and over until he almost believed it as truth. He set the alarm on his phone and lay down on the couch and put the sleeping bag over him. He woke two hours later to hear Lowell and Ernie's voices coming up through the basement. He changed out of his paint store clothes and left for a shift at the group home.